Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of The Blind View, and here is your host, Rebecca Meadows. Hello, everybody. How is everybody out there today? Thank you for joining us for another live episode of The Blind View here on Becca's World, brought to you by Blue Butterfly Enterprises. Um, so far, TP has just has joined me, but we're expecting Tamara and Sailor to drop in at some point. So we're just going to get started because we have several topics to talk about today. And so, and Tamara and Sailor can just oh, join us when they um, log on to the link. Um, and I just want to make sure and give a shout out to our Rumble viewers and our BitChute viewers because we're new on Rumble and BitChute and we're so thrilled to be a part of Rumble and BitChute, these new platforms that are coming out. And we're also live on Facebook, I believe. So if you're watching us live on Rumble or Facebook, I invite you to interact with us um, so that you can be part of the conversations today. Um, how are you today, TP? I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, a couple of glaucoma related uh, issues. You know, the air quality today is kind of low in Arizona, so it bothers my eyes. Yeah, so can you tell our viewers what you're experiencing today because of the air quality? Like in detail, well, is it blurry or watery or are your eyes burning and itchy? Yeah, or? it's more of a it's a more of a itchy burning type of situation. Mm -hmm. um dry it, it makes it really dry sometimes and um it's, it's more like uh al seasonal allergies but just the eyeballs you know yeah uh, it's like That's... instead of sneezing and coughing my eyes just itch and drain and go through all the trauma hello hi tamar hey. or is that sailor That's yeah sailor, sailor. i'm finally hey, in sailor. i had trouble getting in but i'm in now Oh, great, Sailor. It's good to have you with us. Um, we're just getting st getting started and saying yes. good morning to each other and catching up a little bit before we get started on our topics today. Sailor, how are you, my friend? Okay, so, Sailor, is Sailor still with us? Yes, I'm here. Hello. I think we... Okay, great. So, Sailor, so far, TP is has joined Hello. us. And so, Sailor, are you not... Are you unable to hear me when I'm speaking? Um, I'm telling you, Sailor, that TP is on. Sometimes you're going in and now. out. Okay, well, I'm trying to tell you what's going on. TP is on the show with us right now, Sailor, but we're still waiting for Tamara to join us at some point. But we're going to go ahead and get started with our topics. But but first, we're just catching up with each other a little bit. So TP was just telling us about um, what's been going on with his eyes, with the um, the extra, with what's going on in the atmosphere in Phoenix right yeah. now. Yeah, the um, the air quality is bad and it's hurting my eyes. And uh, it, I mean, it's, it's, it gets painful. I put I just put drops in. Hopefully, they last throughout the the, the entire show. <clears throat> yeah. Hello. Hopefully. Yeah. You missed all I'm that, still here. Sailor? Yeah, I got all that. I'm here. I'm, honestly, I had okay. to reset my so Wi-Fi. It was acting up, so. Okay, Sailor, do you have a comment on what TP said, though? Oh, no. Um, well, you'll see, yeah, your oh, eyes okay. were bothering you. Your eyes were bothering you, you said? Well, yeah, yeah. When the air quality is low, it, it bothers my eyes. So. Uh-oh. Hope you get better. Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm hanging in there. My, my eyes, for quite a while, my eyes, a lot of mornings I wake up and my eyes are watering and burning and itching like crazy. And... <laughs> At first, I thought it was allergies. Sailor, 
Sarah, can you stop that, please? Sorry, yeah. Um, okay. Um, at first, I thought it was allergies too, and but I've decided over time that I think it's my CPAP hose because my hose doesn't fit me right anymore. I, in fact, I went in for a sleep study in September, and I need to get a hold of my doctor to see what the results are because I haven't had a sleep study since like, well, since I first got my CPAP in two thousand and seven. Oh. And so I'm way overdue. And so I went in for a sleep study recently, but I need to get all my doctor find out what the results are so I can get a new CPAP. Because my CPAP is literally like being held together with duct tape, right? Like I had duct tape on it for the longest time. And and um and it's just like I haven't had new supplies in ages because I just I haven't had a provider since I left Montana who's who's done anything with my CPAP and now my CPAP machine is like on its last legs and I really need to get this done so anyway I did finally get the sleep study done I just got to find out from my doctor what the results are um and I tried to get a hold of her office today but gosh they kept like I kept getting disconnected and getting put on hold again and then getting disconnected while I'm on hold and I just couldn't keep doing it so yeah um but yeah but, I hate being on hold forever Oh, and it's like, you know what I find that I find lately that when I'm on hold, it don't matter what company it is. The music has gotten incredibly worse. I mean, oh. and it's like most of these companies are playing the same music too. Now I, 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 I think, I think they should give you an option of like, you should be able to listen to like satellite radio while you're on hold and they should give you an option on the keypad so you can select which like satellite radio station you want to listen to if you want to listen to talk radio or if you want to listen to music and if you want to listen to music which kind of music if you want to listen to talk radio which talk radio do you want to listen to right so you can right. listen to what you want to listen to while you're on hold because it's getting right. ridiculous how long we're spending on hold oh and yeah and they should offer a callback as well yeah Oh, that's one thing I, I love about what is this one company that I've wound up on the phone with a lot lately is I think it's Verizon or it's Verizon or Cox, I think. I've been on the phone with them a lot lately and they always offer that wonderful callback option and I sure appreciate that. But the companies who don't have a callback option, it drives me crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh <clears throat> well, I just don't like none of the automated system anyway. I I, I think I I miss the old days when you can actually talk to a customer service representative from the beginning uh -huh. of the phone call. Yeah, well, a lot of times now you wait on hold forever to talk to a real person, and a lot of times you get a person who's in another country who can't, who can barely speak English. So, oh, hate that. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 so you're trying to get your business accomplished, and then, oh my gosh, the call gets dropped, and you get disconnected, and then you got to call yeah. back again. This is what I've been dealing with a lot lately, and it's really driving me crazy. Um, I, I really think they need to do something so that consumers have better, have more power in these situations. So, right. Um, so, guys, I actually I took a lift today and went to the credit union because I was blocked mm -hmm. out of my my online banking again. Um, but it was really cool because on the way there, so this driver picked me up, right, and he brought up. Well, I, I was, I didn't really want to bring up the election, but he brought it up. Right. And then he asked me, he said something like, so are you going to vote for Carrie Lake? And the way he said it, I thought he was a liberal. Right. And so I was like, really on the uh, offense right away. And I was like, um, 
yeah, I'm going to vote, right? And then he uh, said something else, and I realized he's actually conservative. And I said, wow, I said, I'm glad you're conservative. I said, I'm really getting tired of these loony liberals <laughs> out there. Um, because, yeah, because Carrie Lake is um, running for governor here in Arizona, and she is a strong, brilliant, um, conservative woman, right? And so that's who I'm going to vote for, for governor. Um, and um, also another one that we need to vote for is um, Blake Masters for Senate here, because he is the conservative candidate running, and we got to get these liberals out of there. Oh, yes. Really destroying our country. Well, I mean. Oh, are we live yet? Question, are we live? Yeah, yeah, we oh, are yeah. live, Sailor. Oh, I have, I have yeah, because I, I wasn't sure. So, yeah, I, I, I tried to come in earlier, but I was having internet issues, so was wondering. Right. So, Sailor, do you want to, you want keeping me to review the topics we were going to discuss today real quick? What sure. one of our topics? There was like five or six of them that I had sent Gino, and he went over keeping me in the meeting room. Um, one is um, President Biden's the way he's releasing so much oil from our strategic oil supply. It, it, he's like draining it, right? And that's a street, strategic oil supply for a reason, right? And it, it really worries me because you know we all learn how to live on a budget here in America, right? And we learn how to live within our means, right? Right. And right. and and President Biden is not living within his means. He's going to our oil our oil supply and draining it, right? To make up for the what his administration has caused, all this out of control inflation and these out of control gas prices, right? He's draining our strategic oil supply to try to make up for his deficits. Oh. And it really, really angers me because that like i said that's like like a savings account for our children and our grandchildren right because oil is a huge commodity here in the world but our, it's like being drained so fast because of like have you guys been watching the news about how many hundreds of barrels hundreds of millions of barrels of oil he's been releasing every day oh my goodness yeah like he's mm. like draining our strategic supply of oil and it really concerns me and and um what were the other topics that we had on our list, TP? There were several that we had on there. Um, do you want to help me here? Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. Um, my eye just went nuts. Um, yeah, I, 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 oh, uh, wait a minute. Hold on. <coughs> no, we're going to need Gino on this one. Okay, Gino, can you read the list of topics so Sailor can know them too? Um, you wanted to talk about, uh, the situation at the border. Oh yeah. Right. Well, that's one to go with. So, so let's talk about that for a while. So, so sailor, how do you feel about what's going on at our Southern border and all the ramifications thereof? <laughs> well, I haven't watched it lately. It's I haven't paid bad. attention, but what I've heard is it's, it's a disaster. It's the worst border we've ever had. And I think in, in less than three weeks, uh, we need to answer a question. Do we want to reverse course and be great again or keep going down the dangerous path we've been put on? Okay. Now, I appreciate you saying that it's the worst border we've ever had. But I think we need to speak details here, guys, because that's part of the problem with these liberals because they're so vague. And when they make accusations and stuff against conservatives, right? 
So let's be specific here about why, what is making this border situation so bad. Um, it's it's the fentanyl. The yo, fentanyl I was about to say that. And also the, it's, the, it's the illegals the coming. The human, the human trafficking that's going on. It's 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 all of the 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 millions or at least hundreds of thousands i think it's over a million now of undocumented people who are pouring across our border every day week and month and year since this guy took office right and it's only getting worse and 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 so this the situation at the border it's draining us financially you guys it's draining and, and financially, when they drain us financially, it's gonna affect our healthcare, that our healthcare systems that have always been here for all Americans, right? And even for foreigners to come and use legally. We have like, I've been to the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota on a couple of occasions, right? And every time I've been there, I've met people from other countries. I've met royalty and I've met famous people at the Mayo Clinic, right? Because these people come there for better medical care, right? Well, that's not going to be there anymore if Joe Biden and his associates have their way. And and the 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 better than average um, education system that we've had in some areas here in America, that's not going to be around much longer, too, if Joe Biden and his uh, administration have their way. And our, our defenses, our military is not going to be around much longer. They're going to be brought to their knees even more than they already have if the Biden administration has their way. And, and I just see all these ways in which this man, Joe Biden, and his administration, they're weakening America and bringing her to her knees so that we will be vulnerable. But by the time this man gets out of his first term of office, if he makes it to the end of his first term, I believe our country is going to be so vulnerable to attack that, you know, that we're going to be real. I mean, by then we're probably, I don't even want to say probably, but we might even see the kind of stuff on our own soil here like what they've seen in the middle east for generations you know the the bombings the the suicide bombings and and car bombings and all of that stuff it's only a matter of time before that stuff starts happening on our soil here in america in our cities in our shopping centers and and in <clears throat> our our movie theaters and in our schools and in our places of public gathering right it's only a matter mm -hmm. of time because of how open this administration has left our border Yes. And all the stuff they've done to bring us to our America to our knees. Like it terrifies me to know how how undermined our 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 military has become due to no. the actions well, of this administration. No, what I, were you gonna no, say? No, right. I understand that I met some friends in England who says England is worse off than we are. We're not as bad as England, uh, thankfully. And it seems like it, but we're not. But I've heard of British Prime Minister this morning resigned. And so, yes, we may be bad, but we're not as bad as some others. Was that Liz? Uh, yes, was yes. That, she resigned? Yeah. yeah, it was so quick. I wonder why. <laughs> well, obviously, there's obviously there's a lot of a lot of stuff going around going on behind the scenes that people don't know about. Now, listen, you guys, when there's this kind of deep seated evil going on, like what's going on behind the scenes in Great Britain and what's going on behind the scenes in our government, right? People need to remember that it doesn't matter what these government officials are doing behind the scenes. God is on yes. his throne and we are his people mm -hmm. and he will hear our prayers and be faithful to answer our prayers if we all pray to him faithfully, right? And, yes, and I correct. think Americans are starting to wake up and realize 
the stakes here, right? I, I don't think people are sleeping anymore like they've done most of my life here in America. I think people right. are realizing that that good and evil are real and, and that there's a lot at stake here, right? And yeah. like America is the world's last great hope, right? Look, at, we're all blind, right? And you, all, we all know what we've been able to accomplish here in this country, right? As blind Americans, right? And we all right. know we couldn't have accomplished these things in any other country. It's because of the promise of America that we've accomplished these things. You got it, correct? And and I, I will keep repeating yep. till the day I die, how great I think my country is, and how yes. much I love correct. my country, and 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 this same promise of of success and being able to do something with yourself is available to all people if they come to America and if they're willing to work for it. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, now the Democrats have done some things to make it harder for people to do this, but we still have it in us because God gives us stuff that these people can never take away from us. Yeah, because yeah. I want to, I want to echo what Trump is saying in his rallies and um, Okay, go ahead, Taylor. I, I believe it Trump um has a rally somewhere in Texas this Saturday, but uh, he says we are a nation in decline that has gone to hell. We are no longer the greatest nation again. However, it's hardworking patriots like us who 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 is who are going to save America. So listen, you guys, just because the head is is vile doesn't mean the the body is in this situation, right? Like maybe our leaders are are messed up and maybe they're not doing things right. But on a on a local level, you know, each of us in our own lives and in our own homes and our own communities, we have the power mm -hmm. to make great changes, don't we? Oh yes. Oh yeah, yes. absolutely. And 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 I really believe most Americans have a good heart, and most Americans are out there trying to make things better for themselves and their communities. <laughs> and because of that, I, I'm know. not ready to throw in the towel on my country just because of of the shenanigans of this administration. Like I saw yep. tyranny done in my own life for years because of the people who were in control of my life, and and I struggled for many years to to grow and overcome it all, and I mm -hmm. did it right. And, and I did it because I believed in myself. And, and I know, I believe in America too. I believe in immigrants. And I, I believe in, in, in my, fellow, my fellow brothers and sisters in this country, right? I, I grew right. up in a rural farming community in North Central Montana where, where our school district didn't have a lot, right? And the, the stores didn't have a lot and, and there wasn't a lot of opportunity there, but, but we still grew up dreaming of a future and believing that we would make something of ourselves in this country if we were willing to work for it. Not just me, not just my siblings, not just my classmates, and not just my school, the school I was going to, but I believe every school up there, every school, the kids that graduated, they all believed in their hearts that they could accomplish anything if they were able, willing to work for it because we got a decent education and because nobody was telling us, no, you can't. That's what yep. I experienced growing up, right? And I, right. I think people need to be told that now. I think kids today need to be told, what do you want to do? Well, yes, let's see how we can make that happen. I'm tired of listening to and hearing about kids and other Americans who were told, no, your dream is not valid. Your mm -hmm. thoughts are not valid. Your plans are not valid. They are not going to take place in this country because we say so. 
like Correct. I proved it and many people prove it every single day that if you have a dream and if you have a vision, if you're willing to work for it, you can accomplish it. Right. And, and, and that message is going to get across to this nation eventually, because I know I'm not the only one speaking it. And, and the more people who hear it and start living it, like, like the more stuff is going to get accomplished. You guys, I had to live this dream. I had to believe in myself, right? Because they literally told me my life was over when I was 12 years old. So I flat out told them, you guys are wrong. And I started rebuilding my life and, and like rebuilding my body and my brain. And it took a long time, but I did it. And it may take us a long time to pull out of all this crap that the Biden administration has done to us. But I believe America will and, and can recover in my lifetime. Yeah, and we're, we're not, if Trump's elected again, we're not just going to pull out of it. We're going to pull out of it quick, like last time. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think it's important that once President Biden wins this next time in 2024, because I believe he's going to run and I believe he's going to win. Um, I think it's really important that in the future, people really start thinking about how they're going to vote. And I Wait, think we really you said need Trump? to start. You said Biden. Did you mean to say Trump? What did I You said Biden. You said what Biden. Did I say, what did I say about him, though? You said you believe Biden is going to run again in 2024. I thought you Oh, meant- I, yeah, I believe Trump is going to run again in 2024. And um, um, I but here's the thing. After 2024, what happens next? Right. America. Well, I'm hoping it will be eternal or as long as the earth is here. Right. I mean, the Bible doesn't promise the earth eternity. Right. The Bible says that the earth will be destroyed. Right. Um, But as long as the earth, earth tarries, I I hope the United States will be here. Right. And and Mm -hmm. so so I, I believe we all should be focused on rebuilding our country. Right. And and helping each other, because like we all need to look to the future. Right. And and. Just because we talk about what happened in 2020 does not mean we're not looking towards the future, you guys. Right. It's perfectly legitimate for us to talk about what happened in 2020, right? Right. Um, right. And so that's just something I want to point out to you guys. Um, and the, these liberals can run around and stick their head in the ground like ostriches and pretend, pretend things aren't <laughs> going so wrong all they want. But... But the fact is, stuff is going really wrong in this country. And we all, if we want to survive as individuals and as a community, we need to pull together and, and you know, and, and and support our families and ourselves too, and, and our, our towns and our communities, right? Because right. that's what, America isn't about these politicians and it's not about these laws that are written on paper. America is about the people. Right. And, and, and and the dreams and the plans of those people, right? America was founded and America became a great success because America was founded on freedom, on people's freedom right. to choose and dream about what they want to do. And that's one thing that I've seen go so wrong in America is the fact yep. that people have come along and said, but wait, you can't do A, B, and C. Yep. You yep. know, and, and that's just wrong because we can here in America, like, like, so I'm a blind and brain injured woman, right? But I literally like every day I, for a long time, I'm like as long as I can remember, every day I wake up and instead of thinking, oh, I wish I could see so I could go do such and such. Every day I wake up thinking, oh, great. I'm going to do blah, 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 blah. And every day I have a long list of activities planned, right? 
because I realized a long time ago that anything I want to do, I can figure out how to do it, right? It just takes a little bit of thought and preparation. And and so that's that's why I believe in my country so much, because even though parts of our country are, are, are destroyed and, and are really hurting, like we can rebuild and we can recover. And I know that because I've seen it in my own life and I've seen it in other people's lives around me. Mm-hmm. Like TP, when I met TP, he was a comedian, right? After I met TP, he was freaking run over by a pickup truck. His body was shattered and broken. And when he called me from the hospital, he was in really, really bad shape. But this man, he rebuilt himself. He recovered just like America will rebuild and we will recover and we will change our thinking to make better decisions in the future. Just like I have been doing and TP mm-hmm. has been doing and many other people who've rebuilt. Right. Right. Absolutely. It, it wasn't, it's, and it's not an overnight situation. It takes time mm-hmm. and perseverance. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all about yeah. thinking clearly. Well, and that's a yeah. problem with these politicians, like the politicians I was talking about, what's going on right here and right now. And I keep hearing people saying, oh, well, America's done for, but no, America's not done for. Maybe right now we're not on the top of our game, but it's because of what's been going on. It's just going to take us a little while to get our crap back together. Mm-hmm. Right. There you go. And and it's not the fault of the American citizens, you, me, and us voting Joes that any of this is happening. It's our our politicians in in congress and in in the white house and in in the pentagon and in all over our country right these are the people making these decisions that are hurting us but but we will we will withstand and we will prevail because they can't do this indefinitely at some point they will run out of steam Hmm. um and, and and like let me tell you that's what i saw in my own life in the beginning it was like a full court press of people coming at me right but over time, they started to fall away. And eventually, there was nobody else saying, hey, stop, you can't do that. And people were starting to say, whoa, wow, you did that? And then people were saying, hey, what, can you do this too? You know what I mean? And, right. and that's the way it's going to be with America. Like when we all pull together, which I'm doing right now, and I believe a lot of other people are already doing out there, once we are all pulling together and lifting our load on this, we're going to be really surprised to see how fast we turn this around. I believe it. Correct. Yeah, everybody got to do their part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, what's next on the list, Gino? Gino? Yep. Um. Okay, the oil reserves. Okay, let's take a oh, let's take a quick commercial, guys. Let, let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll talk about the oil reserves when we come back. Okay. All right. Stay with us during the commercial break, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, everybody. I wanted to share with you the great news that you can now get all three of my books on digital download or Amazon print on demand or on Audible. You can get my first book, Because You're Blind, which is the story of how I woke up in 1989 at the age of 12 years old, totally blind, severely brain injured severely brain injured and paralyzed on the left side of my body and overcame that and a lot of other stuff. And then my second book, Changing My Perspective, is the story of how I overcame a lot of trauma that I was feeling the day I walked out of court on January 25th, 2012, after escaping from that illegal guardianship I was locked under for 15 years in the state of Montana. And then 
you can also get my latest book, Metamorphosis, which is my first fiction book. In this book, there are six short stories, each of them about a different blind character that overcomes a lot of obstacles in her life. And it kind of ties into my own experiences, but I teach a lot in this book about how I overcame everything that I've overcome. And so I really encourage my readers to check it out. And I've gone out of my way to make all three of my books accessible to everybody. So please check them out. And if you could do me the favor of going up to Amazon and writing a review, I would really appreciate it. Um, and you can email me at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com if you want to get more information. And now back to the show. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for staying with us during the commercial break. Mm -hmm. Are you guys still with me? Oh, yeah. Uh, I am, yes. Okay. okay, so sounds like everybody wants to talk about these oil, what's going on with our um, strategic mm -hmm. oil, oil reserve. Yeah, so let's get, let's talk about this, guys. Who well, wants to up, heads up. Um, I have nothing to say because I haven't been paying attention to it. I stay away from the news because it's a lot of it's negative. We, honestly, the only time that I turn it on is say like a President Trump's having a rally. That's it. I mean, I'll, certainly I'll, I'll be I'll be turning on, you know, during the midterm elections and whatnot. But I just stay away. Are you going to vote in the midterm elections, Salem? Yes, yes, I am. Good for you. <clears throat> yeah, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go vote too in a few weeks and i'm hoping even though it's the midterms i'm hoping that they'll have an accessible voting booth there for me because in 2020 i went to the polls planning on using an accessible voting booth for the first time ever as a blind person mm -hmm. and i was disappointed to find out that their voting their accessible voting booth was not had not been tested was not working properly yeah and so i'm going to the the polls here in a few weeks in the midterms expecting to have an accessible voting booth to vote with. And they better have one there because listen, they better not just plan on blind people voting in the general elections. We want we should be able to vote in the midterm elections too and all the other elections. Yeah, and absolutely. so I'm gonna start enforcing that. I'm gonna start going. I mean, I've always voted, but I've always traditionally just made made my own way around it. I've taken my hut well when I was a, when I first voted, it was my parents. I voted with my parents' help. And then I got married and I voted with my husband's help, right? But since I've been a single woman, I haven't been able to cast a vote independently because like I said, their their accessible voting booth wasn't working when I went in 2020. So I'm gonna mm -hmm. go here in a few weeks and I hope they have an accessible voting booth there ready to go because there's gonna be like, I'm gonna raise hell about it if they don't. I'm gonna raise hell there at the scene. And then I'm going to come home and do a video on my channel about it. And then I'm going to try to get a hold of the local newspaper and try to, or local news stations, try to get interviewed on the news about it because I'm getting really tired of them putting blind citizens second and not taking our, yeah. our voting needs into consideration at the ballot booths. Same here. Um, I had a bad experience last time. And um, if this time I'm, you know, the same experience could happen, I'm going to um you know voice my opinion and you know what um, happened to you last time tamar i that experience yeah so i wasn't able to vote um by myself <laughs> you know my my mother had to help me out <laughs> what was their accessible voting booth not working exactly 
Um, yeah. Yeah. So. so Tamara, have you ever been able to use an accessible voting booth at a poll station? Uh, it wasn't working. Um, so, and... so how, how many times have you gone to the polls and tried to use an accessible uh, so, voting machine? Um, so the first time, um, it wasn't working. The second time, um, they told me, um, I had to have a hearing, um, you know, piece and I did have one with me and it wasn't working. So they tried to troubleshoot it and that wasn't working. So, so um, you tried, you tried to use an accessible voting booth on two different occasions though. You both times they weren't able to do it for you. Correct. And I've tried once and they weren't able to pull it off. PP, have you ever tried to use an accessible voting booth and what were your results? Um, mine were okay. Um, I used uh, CNAI on my phone to vote with. Okay, so you didn't use an accessible voting booth? No, I used a regular voting booth, just used a CNAI. Okay, okay. Mm. So is Sailor still with us? Yes, yeah, he's still here. So Sailor, do you have any experience trying to use an accessible voting booth? And if so, how many times have you tried it? And were you victorious any of those times? Uh, I was victorious in 2016 and 2020. In 2018, I had some issues because same thing, voting booths weren't working, but uh, uh, oh well, it is what it is. But they were working in 2016 and 2020? Yes. Well, that's good. I'm really hoping that I can finally get to use an accessible voting booth here in a few weeks when I go to the polls. Um, mm -hmm. Like I said, if they, if they don't have it ready, I'm going to be really upset because I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I really, it really makes the person feel um, shut out of our um, political um, system. If they can't even go to the polls and vote like everybody else does. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. I can go to the polls and I can stand there, but I can't vote secretly like everybody else. If they don't have their accessible voting booth plugged in, tested and operating. Right. And so many of these people, they just don't take it seriously. So the person who's in charge of running the show when it comes to election day, most of them d don't even think about plugging in the accessible voting booth and getting it up and running before anybody shows up. That's why when someone like me goes in there, most of the time it doesn't work out for us. Right. Um, but anyway, I hope to have better luck here in a few weeks. Um, and I'm going to keep voting because I believe in my country. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Gino, is there anything else on our list? Okay. So the next thing was um, at the Iran, women in Iran. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So women in Iran are being persecuted by their government. They're, they're being forced to to um live under sharia law and they're being forced to wear hijabs and and stuff like that and they're not able to express themselves and think for themselves and make their own decisions and stuff and this really oh it upsets me because 
the Biden administration should at least be speaking out about this. They should at least be speaking to the leaders in Iran and 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 negotiating on behalf of the Iranian women because these women don't have any, I mean, all they have is us women on the outside, right? We have to speak up for them, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and not just women though, but all freedom loving people, right? Correct. Like, and as blind people, we understand what it's like to have some of our rights infringed upon, right? And maybe that's why I feel more passionately about this than some people perhaps, is I've um, had my rights infringed upon. And so yeah. I understand what these women are going through. And just like I'm sure you guys have had your rights infringed upon. And so you mm-hmm. understand what they're going through, right? Yeah, it's humanity. Like, it's, um, you know, it's human rights. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, so I just wanted to bring that up. But another thing that's been going on, speaking of human rights, that really irritates me is Brittany Griner is still mm-hmm. in prison in Russia. This mm-hmm. young woman, well, I think she's my age, right? I think she's in her mid-40s, maybe early 40s, maybe late 30s, right? But how long has it been? Like several weeks, maybe a couple months? I don't yeah. even remember. And my Alexa's down, so I can't even ask her. But Brady Griner's been held for far too long by the Russian government, you know, without a fair trial and she's being treated inhumanely and my heart breaks for her friends and family here in the states because i'm sure every day they're wanting information about what's going on with her and but not, not mm-hmm. only britney britney there's another american over there his name is paul something i think he's been held in russia for a long time too illegally and without a fair trial and stuff and and here's the thing about britney so they say that she was caught um, carrying, uh, what was it, CBD, CBD, a controlled substance. Um, and and it was such a small amount, you know, it was a, clearly an accident, right? But, but they're also using that, I think, to say that they're suspecting her of other stuff, right? But I just really feel bad for this girl because who's speaking up for her? Is anybody? in russia or in that prison in touch in contact with this young woman on a daily basis anybody who cares about her who who's being honest with the americans whoever it is that's in touch with them about britney's uh, condition every day mm-hmm. i i really this young woman like she's one only one person right but she's what she's one whole person She's, yeah. she's got a, a, a human soul inside of her and she's got the spirit of God inside of her, just like you and I have. And, and we can't let her just perish over there. And Correct. it just, I don't know, it just seems to me like the Biden administration isn't doing much to help individual Americans, the ones who are stuck in Russia, or the ones who are struggling here at home with this out of control inflation, and all the crime on our streets and stuff. The Biden administration is doing very little to help us, and yet they're doing a whole lot to help, help us. Uh, oh. What? Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're like, they're turning their back on, on Ukraine, and so they're empowering Putin to, to do his terrorist activities. And, you know, Putin has a, 
basically a stranglehold on all of Europe and all of the world, really, because he has nuclear weapons and he's threatening to use them, right? Mm -hmm. And we can't let this kind of stuff go on because you can't allow someone like that to hold the world hostage with threats like that. Correct. And, and we need we need someone in our White House who has the balls and the backbone and the integrity and the brain to stand up to the likes of Putin. Mm -hmm. And and I just don't get it. I don't understand what's wrong with my fellow Americans. Like, no. did, did my fellow Americans really vote this guy into the White House because he promised them free stuff? And and because the of all the stuff he's been promising, right? Is this really what we want? Do we really want um, socialized medicine? And do we really want all our, our uh, education to be socialized because it's being paid for by our government? And, and like, do we really want them being able to control what we're learning? Like, did you know Joe Biden is already um, talking to uh, Amazon print? Like, I publish all my books through Amazon print on demand, you guys, right? A lot of authors use Amazon. Did you know the Biden administration is talking to Amazon right now, talking to them about finding out which of their authors are publishing books that the Biden administration disagrees with so that they can pull our books off the shelves? Oh, no. Not oh, really? That, 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 that's akin to book burning. That I mean, that is book burning. Maybe like now a lot of them are digital books, but as soon as they pull them down so that you can no longer purchase them, they're basically burning those books, right? Oh, man. And, and that's what they're doing. And <coughs> this really upsets me, you guys, because I'm in the process of publishing my fourth book. And let me tell you, my fourth book, book, there's stuff in there that doesn't speak very highly of the current administration. So if any, whoever is on the Biden administration that's calling the shots about which books are going to be eliminated from from the roster so no one will be able to read them anymore i can promise you guys my next book still busy stream is going to be one of them so if i can manage to get it published before all this comes down i'm going to get by like a thousand copies and keep them so i've got them because here's the thing i know about politicians and because courts run the same way but biden may say stuff right now but it could take weeks months or even never come to fruition right mm -hmm. um so um, just remember that even it, when Biden is doing all this stuff, doesn't mean he will be ultimately be able to pull it off. These are things that him and his administration are doing to try to prevent us from standing up for, for ourselves and from sharing the truth and from educating ourselves and each other, right? Mm -hmm. But he won't succeed. I really believe that. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I wanted to talk to you guys about that. The fact that um, President Biden is doing that. So if you guys have any favorite books out there, you better go buy them in print now because if they take them out of print, they'll also take them down offline so you won't be able to access them online anymore. That's why it's so important that we have print capabilities to us because once all this, um, the electronics are down, we won't have access to the books and stuff we have online. Um, do you believe Biden's going to make it through his full term or? No guarantees. Well, he's just barely like wrapping up halfway through his first term now, right? And it seems to me like his cognitive um, screw ups have become worse. So I think mentally he's failing quite rapidly. And I, I think 
like physically he's probably going downhill rather quickly too because like i grew up around a lot of older people right and usually once their their mind starts going their body follows right oh yeah and, and it's clear that president biden's mind is going so if he makes it to the end of his first term i doubt he's going to be able to run for a second term i i don't think he's going to be able to so i think the democrats are probably trying to work on plan b right now probably trying to find someone else um because i don't think anybody wants kamala harris no to run um and certainly not hillary or any of the other democrats no i believe if we get take back the house and senate in, in the midterms things will probably get a little better you know oh yeah i think things will get better because we'll be able to stop a lot of the stuff that joe biden and the democrats are doing Right. Because the, the Congress does have power when when we have the majority in, in Congress, right? Right. So um but was there anything else on our list, Gino, or anything else you guys want to talk about today? The last thing uh was Putin um bombing Ukraine. So what are these? Oh yeah. So Putin's been bombing the H-E double hockey sticks out of mm. Ukraine for months now, you guys. Um, are you guys watching no. this? Yeah. No, I mean, no. <laughs> so I, I've been watching it on the news, like on a daily basis. I'm not watching it all day, every day, but like on a daily basis, I'm tuning into the news and I'm getting caught up on what's been going on. But I have to tell you guys, even though Putin is bombing the hell out of Ukraine, I don't think Putin's going to win in the end because the mm -hmm. Ukrainian people have shown, have proven themselves to be brave, mm -hmm. intelligent, faithful people with quite a backbone. And Putin doesn't have a backbone. He's a coward and a wuss, right? Yep. That's, That's why true. he's got his troops out there trying to fight for him and his own troops are running and backing out on him and stuff, right? And, and it doesn't surprise me that Putin's troops are backing out on him because really, I think a lot of the Russian people are friendly with the Ukrainian people. They're neighbors, right? Like, so I grew up near the Canadian border and we were friends with a lot of Canadians, right? I'm sure it's the same in Ukraine and Russia, right? I'm sure a lot of the people, especially close to the R Russia and Ukrainian border, they probably know each other. There's probably like cross marriages across the border and stuff, right? And and family mixing and stuff, right? And so, so because that's what human beings do. And so this whole thing, when, when Putin set out to kill, steal, and destroy Ukraine, it just, from the very beginning, I just thought he was going to fail because, like I said, he's literally attacking his brother, his brother that lives right next door. Mm -hmm. And so, anyway... I've just been praying for the people of Ukraine and and President Zelensky, just like I pray for America all every day, and I pray for President Trump every day. Um, but but just keep keep Ukraine and President Zelensky in your thoughts and prayers, ladies and gentlemen, because it's not over till it's over, and the people of Ukraine are putting up a good fight in in the um, eyes or in the sight of Putin's uh, vicious attacks. Right. Yeah. Um, I hope to meet a Ukrainian person, like a Ukrainian friend someday. Right. Yeah, because me too. I, I suspect those men and women are pretty phenomenal people. Like I, like I said, 
if, if you aren't watching the news, you should be, and you should be following what's going on in Ukraine because it, it's really, really remarkable what, what's been going on there. It's like, it's like the David and Goliath story all over again from the Bible, right? Like here yeah. comes, here comes Putin and Russia with their big bad weapons, the big Goliath, right? And here <laughs> is President Zelensky and his ragtag team of mm-hmm. of soldiers there in Ukraine, right? And 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 David's winning. Ukraine is winning against the big bad Goliath, Russia, right? Mm-hmm. And and so. And that's another thing. So one more thing I think about Putin is I think he's full of hot air and I think he bluffs and blusters a lot. Um, and so even though I don't think President Biden is handling President Putin and the situation in Ukraine the right way, I, I do think that uh, a, a lot of what Putin is saying is a lot of bluster and and bluff um right anyway right yeah um is there anything you guys want to add before we wrap up the show no uh no uh just go to facebook uh don't forget about the blind taste of phoenix show starting soon oh we didn't even uh, talk about me that. and so, my wife candace yep so tp yeah. and his wife candace have been filming a new show for becca's world called a blind taste of phoenix and we have two episodes now. Gino's working on editing them. I think we'll have the first episode out of Becca's World this next week. So, ladies and awesome. gentlemen, I hope you're subscribed so you can watch it. It's it's really great. I can't wait till it's cool. Available. We're having a ball filming the the, uh, the, the show, and uh, the restaurants here in town are being incredibly receptive, and they take really good care of us. Yeah. Well, listen, you guys. This is a project that a blind an ex boyfriend of mine and I talked about doing. We talked about becoming blind restaurant critics, right? Years before the quarantine ever hit, my boyfriend and I talked about this. So I suggested it to TP that him and his girlfriend or his wife now could could do this project for me, right? So him and Candace have been going to these restaurants and and I I told TP, I said, TP, make sure you share with our viewers how the restaurant is from your perspective as a blind person. Like, is, is there enough room to walk around or is it crowded? Do they have like an accessible menu? Um, like, is, what, what, is it like a noisy restaurant so it's hard to hear? Or is it, you know, and what's the climate like in the restaurant? And what's the quality of the food? And how was the service, right? And so they, they touch on all those things in the videos. And TP even told me that they had some, a lot of interaction from the wait staff at some of these restaurants and stuff. So I think we should wind up with some good footage once we finally get it out there. That's right. And we got one That's butterfly awesome. not so good, five blood butterflies the best. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're rating the restaurants on a butterfly <laughs> scale. Yeah, one to five butterfly blue butterflies. Scale. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so um, look forward to that coming, and uh, yeah, hope to see you. if you're in Phoenix. I uh, hope to uh, so run TP, into you uh, at one of these restaurants that we're doing. Hmm? TP, which which restaurant is the so we can give our our viewers a teaser? Can you tell them which restaurant the first episode is shot in so they know? The so first can... episode is is uh is shot in Fugo de Guile, uh Pu- yeah Fugo de Chao. That's the name of it. Uh, is that a Mexican nice... restaurant? Um, I don't think it's Mexican. I think it's uh, Brazilian. Okay. Um, but if you go to child, there was 
excellent. They had uh, it was quite pricey though. I don't want to do quite pricey restaurants like that, but it was a great experience. Um, seafood was off the chain, but my experience was the uh, steak experience. They they had the wait staff come to the table and they'll cut prime rib right there at the table for you, and it was just so good, delicious, and I enjoyed it. They had everything that you needed. And then the second episode, we went to uh, the Angry Crab, uh, the Angry Crab Shack in North Phoenix, and uh, we had a ball there. And we even got footage and uh, a tutorial of a live crab. And Candace actually held the live crab in—I uh, mean, not crab, live lobster—in her hand uh, while we were there. So that the second episode is even more exciting than the first, and they're both a lot of fun and very informative. Yes, and TP and Candace mm. are only getting started, right, TP? So I hope you guys yeah, will go it. up and watch mm. the episode, subscribe so that once these episodes come out, you guys can watch them and share them with your friends. I That's can't awesome. wait, TP. And oh, yeah. I'm gonna be, <laughs> if I can get TP to tell me the secrets of where they're gonna be going each week, I might bop in and meet him for dinner, meet him and Candace for dinner and join them because it sounds great to me. I'm hungry right now just thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Kind of too. I didn't get to eat lunch, so it's time I haven't had lunch yet either, lunch. so I'm literally hungry. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to throw down. Yeah. But uh, yeah, look forward to the to the new show, The Blind Taste of Phoenix, starring myself, T.P. Lucas, and my wife, Candace Lucas. And uh, yeah, Becca, I'll be more than happy to give you some heads up on where we're going to go next. Okay, well, you better, because I want to come and see you guys and be on one of your episodes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And then um, also, I was, thinking, I was also thinking, like, when the big celebrities come to Phoenix, you know they can uh, they can they can be in the episode too. The comedians. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You should like if one of the comedians comes to town, you should just have them have dinner with you and Candace, right? Right, and then, and then it the don't show. matter what day it is, we can just always tape it and then add it to the playlist. Right, right. Yep. That's a good thing about doing it like this. I mean, I like these live shows, but sometimes we have to pre-record stuff and put out to our viewers and. And in the beginning, we were only doing pre-recorded videos here at Becca's World. Um, and then when the quarantine hit and we were forced to go virtual, mm -hmm. um, and we started using um, Zoom, and then we started using StreamYard. Right. Um, I have I have some other place to get to. I need to go. I need okay, to Okay, goodbye, Sailor. Have a great day, my friend. Thanks for joining us today. You bet. Bye, Sailor. to be back. Okay. Bye, Sailor. Bye. Bye, Sailor. Bye. But does oh, anybody else have anything else end. to add or? No, we're all good. No, now, Becca. Yeah. Okay, great. So ladies and gentlemen, please check out my books. Um, please go up mm -hmm. to Becca's world and check out our memorabilia. Please like, share and hit the subscribe button, ladies and gentlemen. Peace out. That's a wrap, y'all. Thanks for joining us today. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye, everybody. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.